Good morning, everyone. Um, this is Daily Practice Success Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Okade, and this is another morning to you guys and an another blessing day. So I want to get started with our agenda. Our agenda for today is we're going to talk about leadership. What what really is leadership? You know, what type? There's many type of leadership and my guest today she's going to be talking about what type of um many types of leadership and we're going to go deep into it because this is very important i mean if you are in your journey one way or another you're going to become a leader and on some way or somewhat and you're going to face a lot of challenges and how can you Put yourself in that leadership position when it's tough, when like there's something that mm, you're, it's gonna challenge your character, challenge whoever you are. And, you know, in order for you to overcome that or in order for you to, to come um, above is to actually that leadership character is supposed to come out. So today we're gonna talk about all about leadership. I have Christelle Vega online and I think she's here. Are you there? Yes. Christelle, how yes. are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for coming on to the show. I really, really do appreciate this. Thank you for having me. It's tough for me to be up at 5.30 a.m. in the morning, but hey, <laughs> I know I'll, this is every time um, my guest comes on the line they um, become it's too early at 5.30 in the morning it's 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 I did it that way because it's true I have kids I have three kids and right now they're all asleep and I could only do them like when they're asleep and I can't do them when they're awake because hey, I, I, I can't be disturbed and I want to be I want to go deep in deep deep dive with whatever topic we have but um Christelle can you tell us a little bit the context give us a context of your professional career of course so I'm Christelle Biga um, I'm originally from Cameroon. That's why you have this beautiful accent. I live in Los Angeles, California now. And when I moved in here, I barely spoke English. Mm. So it was challenging. But I ended up working at LAX as um, for an airline. And in less than a year, I became the manager, which was actually like never happened in the company. But it happened. And last year, I decided to go full-time in my coaching business. I have started uh, a year prior trying to do that part-time, but it was in my path. I know some people do that until they are able to replace fully their income, but I didn't wait until I was able to uh, fully replace my income. Actually, before even resigning from my job, I wasn't making any income from my business. I was still trying to figure it out, still you know, learning, still trying to put things together. And it was when I left, when I finally quit after trying twice because my company didn't want to let me go. So I don't have the typical story of entrepreneurship of, oh, I hated my job. Uh, my boss was a jerk. So I wanted to, you know, that's, that wasn't my story. I was working for a great company, the, a great team. And it was beautiful. The, the paycheck, everything was great. So I had no valid reasons why I had to quit to go full time actually it was a crazy move <laughs> but i just knew that was so that's what i was supposed to do and sure enough when i quit one week after i actually cut all the bridges 
I got my first coaching client. So that was interesting. That was for me a sign that I probably made the right move, you know, because sometimes you take, make decisions, you want to make sure it's going to go right. And something that I heard, uh, Larry Wings, I don't know if you don't, you know, Larry Wing is a big uh, keynote speaker. He said, I don't worry about making the right decision. I make a decision and I make it right. Because sometimes we are scared to make decision. Is it going to go well? Is it going to work out? It doesn't matter. You make the decision and you make it right. That's what happened. My decision didn't make sense. I didn't have any evidence that it's going to work out. But I made it work. <laughs> so there. <laughs> go ahead. Wow, that's that's so exciting. It's true what Larry said that you know we're gonna make a lot of decision and we're gonna have to make it work. And sometimes it, it might not be a good decision, but it sometimes those bad decisions actually what makes us, you know, great. And um, I like making decisions because sometimes I, I, I change my mind a lot of times. And uh, I take action more often than just, you know, sitting behind behind my desk and thinking about it because I did that for like a year and a half, like just, taking notes, thinking, not taking no action. And I thought I was doing a lot of things, but I wasn't. So now it's like action first and then like figuring it out. But I like what you said that, you know, it took you a while. You're not really an entrepreneur. We don't know if we are anyways, right? Mm-hmm. And I like what you did where you you got your client and you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna do this. How did you feel when you get that first client? Oh boy, it was so <laughs> because mind you, I just let go of a good paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. And my company really tried hard to keep me. They gave me leave, asked me to come back after a few months, and I still said no. So at that point, again, I'm a, I'm a Cameroonian. My family is not here. My family is everywhere in Canada, in France, in Cameroon. So I had no option to say, if it doesn't work out, I'm going to move in my mother's basement. I'm going to move it in. No, it's just me here. So it was really, really a scary move to make. So that first client, my friend, boy, I was all over the place. I was so excited, so happy because it meant that I, I was doing something. I wasn't, you know, wasting my time. I wasn't crazy mm-hmm, <laughs> when mm-hmm. I was making that move. So that first client was just like, oh, you could have never come at a better time. <laughs> oh, yes. It, it gives you that. It gives you that satisfaction or that like, oh, I'm, what I'm doing is actually real. It, it, what I'm doing is actually something that benefits other people. Um, what were you doing? In Because um, some of my audience are like, you know, nine to five job. They they want to they wanna know if they can do it. And they want to know if, um, you know, how, how hard is it? Um, what did you do in order for you to get that client? And I know it took you a long time, but in your perspective, in your um, belief, in your opinion, what did you do in order for you to get that client? That's a good question. And you mentioned that it took me a while. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, we have different paths in life and, you know, people can be here listening now and some people will resonate with what I'm saying, some people will not. And it's important mm-hmm. to pay attention to how you feel about the things you see out there or you hear. Because again, when you want to do something for the first time, you don't know any better. So you learn from other people, you model other people, which is fine. But at the end of the day, 
you have to remember that you have your own path and you cannot find your own path by following other people's path. You have to listen to yourself and feel into what you, your soul is leading you to do because we have that, those inner informations that tell us exactly where to go, but we don't trust that. But to come back to your question, what happens in my what happened in my case was that my path wasn't to do um a, make my business a side hustle i was doing that because i was afraid i was doing that because at the time i was in a lot of groups you know coaching programs and all of that where people most of the people i knew were doing it part-time until they were able to replace their income mm -hmm. which again help me in my fear state to be like okay this is what other people are doing i knew i had to go full full on like all in but i was too scared what if it doesn't work out we all go through the, those questions okay mm -hmm. what if it doesn't work out what are you going to do right especially in my case it was really scary and i remember in one of the programs i was we had uh, a get together and i was talking with um, my accountability partner in that in that program and she shared her story and she told me that when she decided to start her business, she almost became homeless. She was like sleeping from friend to, she was actually homeless. She was, you know, spending a few days at this friend place, friend's place, you know, traveling in her car the whole time because she had no place. That's how, you know, bad she wanted it and she went all in. And that story shocked me because I knew I was supposed to go full time. I knew that I had that feeling in my soul, but I, I, I was finding excuses to not do it. I was mm -hmm. trying to make it make sense. It doesn't make sense for me. Well, I have nowhere else to go. I don't, what if it doesn't work out? All those conversations we have in our head, right? So that's why it took me a while, I believe, because I let, I let myself being led by fear instead of doing what I really knew I had to do. Mm -hmm. So in that space of, you know, being safe instead of really doing what I knew I was supposed to get. Again, everybody's different. Some people really are able to build a side hustle until it's able to fully replace. It's everybody's path, but it wasn't mine. And I knew it, but I didn't follow because fear stopped me. Mm -hmm. So that's why I believe it took me a long time because I wasn't strong enough in my belief in what I was doing. So of course, no one else will believe in it. Mm -hmm. That's why when I was showing up, it wasn't getting, I wasn't getting any results because I was still shaking. I was still, you know, trying it out. I was still, you know, testing, testing it. I wasn't serious with myself and the universe. If you're not serious, I mean, okay, when you will we'll be ready, let us know. <laughs> right. So the moment I was ready, the moment I said, okay, I know this is what I'm, I'm, I'm I remember the day I made that decision in my apartment I remember sitting at the edge of my couch and crying like a baby, asking to myself, what is wrong with you, Krista? What do you want? You know, you, you, you are doing more than, more than gold. You are a foreigner in this country. You have been here, you know, less than three years. You're already a manager in, in an airline company. What do you want? People envy you, right? People want to be where you are. And there you go, you're really thinking of quitting to go start something you don't even know if it's going to work out. What is wrong with you? And I was crying like a baby because it wasn't something at that point that I could negotiate with because I knew I had to leave. I knew it. 
So I was crying because fighting with myself. And at the end of those cries, I just remember taking a deep breath and saying, I know it's crazy, but I'm doing it. I'm just doing it, right? So it wasn't an easy decision for me to make, but I knew it was the decision I had to make. And because I followed what I knew was true for me, the results showed up. Mm, very interesting. It's There's a, a lot of unknown. I know that it was difficult that you followed that path because there's a lot of responsibilities on your on your plate that you have to do in order and then you're like oh it's either this or that and you know there's no in between mm -hmm. and there's also that imposter syndrome where is this gonna work out wow. did you, when you went um all in did you or you were there were certain doubts and challenges that you were facing right and you're like okay I don't know if this is going to work out because you didn't have a client yet and it took you a while before to get that client. Um, there's that doubt in your head, hey, is this going to work out? But however, like you overcome that and you actually got your client and now it becomes a real thing. Um, my question to you is like, was that the, the person that you know, telling you to, you're going to quit, was that the leader in you that telling you that? That's a great question. Yes. I mean, I wasn't strong in my leadership. That's what I was in listening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. At that point, I had an issue with my leadership because you know what to do. When people tell you, and I love to tell that to my clients, when we do sometimes kind of irritate them. I don't know what to do. I'm in this space. I'm confused. No, you know what to do. You are just too afraid to see it. Mm -hmm, you know? Yeah. Fear shows up in different ways. Sometimes you are too afraid, so your brain shuts down and you, you feel like you don't know what to do because it's safer. The moment you know what to do, you have no more excuses to not do it. So it's safer for your brain to shut down and be like, I don't know what to do. That way, if I don't know, I will not do it, right? So I was not strong in my leadership enough to act on what I knew I had to do. That's why I was so afraid. That's why I wasn't doing it. That's why I was still shaking and listening to my colleagues begging me to stay uh listen to the first time I, I went to my direct manager and i said hey this is i'm leaving he's like why and then i explained i'm starting my he's like you know you know yeah he said it blankly looked at me said you know you are not leaving right i'm like what do you mean he said i don't care you figure it out you're the manager if you work on your schedule i don't care you're not leaving and it, the conversation ended so again it was okay i tried right Nobody's going to say, I didn't try. He said, no, what am I going to do? So you use all those excuses to not lead yourself through that situation. So I wasn't leading myself. Mm -hmm. I was letting the situation lead me. I was letting my manager at the time lead me, tell me what to do, even though I knew what I really wanted to do. I was listening to my colleagues to which I told, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. They were like, no, no, you can't. You know, we're going to work it out. My super, the supervisors that I had under me were like, no, it's okay. If you, you need time to go do something, just let us know. We're going to be a work on the schedule. Just don't, don't leave, right? So all of that, I came up with the stories of, you know, I'm going to let my company down. They trusted me. They gave me a position. They never give anyone in one year. You know, what I make, what are people going to say? What if I fail? Then I'm going to look stupid and all of the things. So I let all those things lead me. I wasn't leading. Even mm -hmm. though all of them were coming from a good place, which happens a lot in, your, in our lives. 
We have people that you know what to do, but instead of you just going to notify them that I'm doing this, I'm doing this, you're going to ask for permission. Mm. And as as loving as they are, as much as they want the best for you, they are not you. They are not. So they're gonna tell you what they would have done if they were you, but they are not you. So they're gonna tell you that don't do this. This is ridiculous. Do you really have to do that? Are you, did you think about this? Did you think about it? Again, it's coming from a place of love, but they are not you. And if you are not strong enough in your leadership, you will let those people or those advice, all those examples they will give you, lead you instead of you leading yourself. So mm -hmm. I wasn't leading myself in that situation. I wasn't. Very true. Um, we got to start with ourselves. Um, sometimes there's that fear we have. And sometimes I, I sit down, I really do. And I'm, I write on my journal, be like, Jonathan, um, you know, you got to find out what you want to do. And then you'd be like, you got to take action. There's a certain level of risk, not risk, but you like, you got to put yourself out there. That's like, you got to be okay to be seen. Um, because those are the things that like, really scared me at the beginning of my career. Like people, it's gonna laugh at me. People gonna look at me like I'm gonna make a joke out of myself. Mm -hmm. And then like their their opinion and judgment stopped me from doing the things that I wanted to do. But in my heart, there's like this, this person that wants to come out like, man, I know so much. I read so much book, I listen to a lot of people, I listen to motivation. I know this would help, but I wasn't helping. I was just keeping it to myself because my comfort zone saying, hey, don't do that, you're gonna look like a fool. But now it's so much more like, just take actions on the things, even though if you're not getting paid, whatever it is that you're doing, and I know you have good things to say, I put myself out there a lot more. I take action more and then just figuring it out along the way. So I, I like 360 change, change whatever it is, um, change my, my perspective on taking actions. Um, for you, my question is, when you like transitioning, right? You're like, okay, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna do this for full time. Did you already know? Because most of the things that um, that we're selling is we're coaching, right? We're tell we don't know what we're actually selling. Did you figure that out? Because there's a clarity on like there, you need to have clarity in order for you to have like you know that that self-esteem, what is it? Because most of the time we don't even know, um, as a coach, we don't even know what we're selling. Um, did you figure out what you were, um, not, not, not selling, but what, what like, like supposed to be an outline that um, we put our, our client to go through in order for them to better their life. Did you get that clarity for yourself so that you know what you're doing and then move forward? Does it make sense? I love that question so much because it's one of the reasons why people don't do anything mm -hmm. because they want to have the answer before. And let me break the news today. <laughs> you will never ever know exactly what you're doing until you're actually doing it. Because you can think, you know where you are going. And when you take the path, you realize that Actually, this is not where I'm going. But until you start, until you take the first step, you will never have the real clarity. And my story is so perfect for this question. When I started, I wasn't even sure what type of coach I was. I just knew I was a coach, right? 
but I, could, I, I wasn't sure. You have different coaches. You have business coaches. You have uh, uh, fitness coaches. You have uh, um, uh, mindset coaches. You have all sorts of coaches. But until I started practice, I couldn't really pinpoint which type of coaching I could do provide for people. Mm. I ended up, you know, calling myself a transformational coach because I realized that even though I'm I'm good in business, you know, I have all this knowledge as you mentioned. I'm a, you know, I have this experience as a leader, so I can also maybe coach people in that area and all of the things. But I realized, and in practicing, I realized that. The, the part that I really love is the people themselves. The transformation that happens within, that is required for you to create the results you want. Because people go to a coach to achieve a goal, to you know break through a limit, all of the things. And they give them strategies, they give them plans. And people don't follow through sometimes, not because they are bad people, not because they don't want to, but because there is something in them that is unresolved. That is actually stopping them from doing what they know they should do because they haven't. They paid somebody to tell them what to do. So they know what they should do. But for some reason, they are not doing it. Sometimes they're actually doing it and it's not giving them the result. Why is that? Not because the coach is not good, not because the program is not good. It's just because there is something about yourself that needs to be taken care of. That inner work hasn't been taken care of. That's why the work you do outside is not giving you the result you want. And bringing out frustration and mm -hmm. how can i know that through my own, own experience that's why you need to start doesn't matter if you don't know exactly where you are going just start going you will find answers along the way just trust because by me walking you know i started a business right of course because i didn't know what i was doing i joined a program that was supposed to help me build my business a great program a lot of people were having breakthrough and the coach is really successful a big name so she knows what she's doing. She's great. But for some reason, I wasn't getting the results. And I was wondering, why is that? You know, it was so and so. And I was doing the things I know I was trying. And even doing things I didn't really feel good about doing, but I forced myself to do them because I was in that space of if you do the thing, you will get the result. But sometimes you do all the right things, but you don't get the result. Mm -hmm. So I looked at all of that and I realized that Sometimes, before even the strategy, there is something else that comes into place. The strategy is applied by somebody, and that somebody has a story. I had a story. I had a background, a journey. I had my own you know, beliefs, my own traumas, my own fears, all things that were preventing me to get the, re to get the result I wanted even though I was trying to follow all the steps, even though I was doing all the things. So through that frustration, I started to pay, started to pay attention to what could actually be the problem here. Because if I'm doing the things, if I'm following the steps, I should get the result. But if I'm not getting the result, what is the problem here? And instead of me, at that point, I was already a little bit stronger in my leadership. So because a leader is somebody that takes full ownership full responsibility that's real leadership you know so i was already good on my leadership in that sense so i stopped and i looked into the mirror and i i've tried to find the answers 
not by pointing fingers and saying you hear that a lot oh they I paid so much money for this program and i didn't get any result it was not good the program is never the thing outside of you is never the problem that program wasn't the problem the coach wasn't the problem i not because i was a bad person but i had things to deal with i had to to heal some things i had to clear some some things i had to make sure my energy is clean when i'm doing the things i'm i'm taught to do so through that process my personal journey i realized that hey i'm not alone other entrepreneurs are probably going through this being frustrated because they are doing all the things and it's not working and they are wondering what is happening so i ended up call, calling myself a transformational coach because i was focusing now in the personal transformation that allows you to have the result when you actually apply the strategy mm -hmm. and the way again because i'm doing it right you, that's why you have to do it don't mm -hmm. wait you know what you're doing don't wait until you have full clarity the clarity comes through doing through practicing and you shift and it's okay to shift don't worry about if i start today and then tomorrow i change what nobody cares if you change your your lane it doesn't matter the more clear you get you can shift it's perfectly fine so at some point i decided that i'm going to add speaking in my in my business i didn't have all the answers and i checked online i remember you know going on google you know how to be a speaker you need to apply but to apply you have to have a website you have to have um a, a signature talk you have to have a v i didn't have none of that i didn't have a website at the time I didn't have no, I didn't even know what a signature talk was. I didn't have no, had no clue. But I just decided that I am a speaker. I don't care. And I even asked, you know, some of my friends that were doing podcasts at the time, I didn't have a podcast. And they told me, you know what, even to go on a podcast, you need to make sure you have something like a free uh, call or um, offer downloadable for them to get in your email list because nobody's going to get on the phone with you. They don't know you. But something in me told me, who said that? Who made the? Who made that rule? Mm -hmm, I told mm -hmm. that to my clients when they say, "But this this doesn't work like that." I say, "Says who?" Because we have all those unwritten rules. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is not gonna work. Why? No, because it doesn't. Says who? If it doesn't work for the person that told you, does that make it a rule for your life? You do tell me. If you mm -hmm. say it's not gonna work, of course it's not gonna work. You make the rules, you decide, you lead yourself. So I didn't, it didn't sit well with me. I was like, I don't think so, I'm gonna do it. So the first time I went on the podcast and then I actually gave a link to my calendar and somebody booked a call, I was like, somebody told me earlier that it's not possible for somebody to book a call with you when they don't know you. You need to have it downloadable, have them in your email list. Somebody actually booked a call with me. How is that? Mm, nice. You see how we let people lead us? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not the answers. We always do. We know our part. That person, maybe his part or part wasn't to get people on the call. But is it? does that make it a rule for your life? Are you going to let other people's rules rule your life? Is that how you're going to lead your, your business, your life or your relationship, whatever it is? Right? So mm -hmm. I started doing it. That's how the clarity start coming by more you you showing showing up. And at some point, a few months ago, I realized that hey, my background and my personal experience, and the conversation, the deep converse, even when my coaching with people, I have gifts. I have 
you know, knowledge in the spiritual world, in religion, religion and all of the things, because that's also something that creates a lot of conditioning in people, religion especially, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not using it enough. I use that in conversation with my friends and I see the breakthrough. Sometimes people break in tears and hug me and say, you just freed my soul. It was so powerful. I was like, listen, if this is powerful without any, maybe trying to do that, maybe I should look more into that. And I started getting more feedback in that sense. So now I love to call myself a spiritual teacher. So it's a lot of changes along the way, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Who cares? As long as you are following your path, the clarity comes by you doing it. Yep. So I hope that answers your question. Oh, it's absolutely, it's answer it like absolutely did. It's because guys, I, I, I've been there, done that. Like I've been there like thinking so much. I don't want to get it wrong. Um, you know, if I get it wrong, I'm gonna look a fool. Um, who am I to actually get start to get this started? And there's so many limiting beliefs and so many people's opinion and to put in ourselves, but we allow that to put it into ourselves because we ourselves do not believe that it's gonna work out. We ourselves making excuses so that we don't do the work. And what um Christelle said that leadership is actually 100% accountable for everything that happened to you. You allow those people to actually dictate whatever it is that you wanted to do and then you not doing it. It's your responsibility to get all of that cleared out because it's you, it's your future, it's your life. Nobody could dictate what whatever it is that you want to do with your life. If you wanted to do um, whatever it is that you want to do and you take action on it, Man, so much better. But my Christelle, my question to you is why coaching? Why this path? And I know it, it it calls you and you you by taking action, you stumble upon it, especially on the 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 um the name calling yourself, but why coaching? Why is this important to you? That's a beautiful question. I love I love to tell people that. You know, I have been a coach my whole life and I just didn't know it was a thing. Mm -hmm. And in Cameroon, where I come from before I was coming, maybe now people are more open to it. But when I moved in here in 2015, coaching wasn't even in my radar. I didn't even know it was it was a thing until I moved in the U.S. But I was always the, the I'm the last one of my family. Right. But I was always the go to person when my elder brothers and sisters will have a situation in their lives. I'll be the first one to call on the phone, which made zero sense, right? It made zero sense. But people always expected me to have the answers for them. My friends, the same. You know, when somebody is going through something, needs answer, they always think that Christelle can figure it out. Christelle will tell me what to do, you know? So I ended up feeling like it's my duty. At some point, I have to have the answers. I have to be there. I have to, to, to get it together. And... I have done that my whole life. And even when I was in the corporate world, I was I was really paying attention to how people saw me. Before becoming the manager, I, was, I started as a regular agent, a checking agent at the counters, you know, registering passengers. And less than six months, I became a supervisor, which was a, a big shift. Now your friends that are just there, 
complaining about the management, the supervisors and all of the things. Now you are on the other side, you're kind of like the enemy. So I already have to deal with that shift. But I was able to do the transition without a lot of struggle. And then when I became the manager, I noticed the difference in how people were actually showing up in work because I, I used to be on the other side and I saw the, the struggles other managers had and I heard the conversations about this in the, with the staff, you know, oh, I'm just going to work my hours and leave. I don't care. You know, anyways, if she calls me or if he calls me, I'm not coming. You know, it was really, I'm coming to do my job, nothing less, nothing more. Mm -hmm. It was just a paycheck for the team. Like, I don't care. I'm here. If I have enough hours to make my car payment, I'm good, right? Because most of them were probably living with family and they didn't really care. But when I became the manager, I made sure that I started coaching. I started coaching them because at the same time, I was doing my own personal development journey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, listening to a lot of people and taking coaching. Pro I was taking coaching programs for myself. I didn't, I wasn't taking them to become a coach. But in that journey of discovering, of, of doing my own journey, I realized I, it was, became clear in my mind what my path was. And it made sense why I was able to help people, why people were just coming to me naturally for advice, for solution, trusted me. Even when I took over, became a manager in my team, the energy was completely different. You know, you the same people that before they didn't feel like more than just coming to get their paycheck, all of a sudden, I was able to take them to a place of realizing that, hey, you're not here for a paycheck. You think you are, but you're not. I remember doing briefings in the morning and asking them, why are you here? And they would come up with those answers. Um, for, of course, for the money. I'm like, no, you're not here for the money. You're not, because if it's for the money, you can drive Uber and make money. You can work at McDonald's and make money. And you will not have to listen to me in the morning if you're driving your car for Uber. You wake up when you want. Nobody's going to tell you you're late. You will not have to wear a uniform because I know all of you hate this uniform, but we're still here. So you can do other things that don't require you to wear this uniform that you hate so much, but you hear wearing that uniform, bitching about it, listening to me every morning, listening to what I'm asking you to do the whole day. When you don't have to do all those things when you drive your own car, your own, you know, on your own timing, do wearing whatever you want. So why are you here? Because if it's the money, you can get it anywhere else. So why are you here? And they will have to think deeper. They will have to think deeper and realize that at the end of the day, it's not just about the paycheck. And when I took them to that place, now they were showing up differently at work because they knew there is something different that pushes them to wake up in the morning and show up and deal with angry passengers and deal with me <laughs> and all of the things, right? So that's what... And I was able to do that because I was on my own journey of transforming. I was, I, I knew that is something is deeper. People are more, you have to connect with people at a deeper level to help them, to be able to help them. I was able to have uh, staff members that nobody saw doing certain positions. And I was able, even themselves, they didn't even see that in themselves. When I went first to tell them, hey, I, I see you. Can you, are you open to train for this position? No, 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 there's no, I can't do this. Let's try, right? I think you can do it. Let's do it. And they will, because they trusted me at that point, they say, okay, let's do it. And at the end of when they will see the result, they will be so grateful. And everybody will be like, we never thought this person can do this. Mm -hmm. So, but for them to even trust me and say, okay, let's do this. I had to be a leader. I had to be already a coach 
And I was able to be that person because I was already in my, I was being coached myself. Mm -hmm. I received mm -hmm. coaching and doing my own personal work. I was able to see clearly who I am because that's what it takes to become a coach, right? You have to have natural abilities. You have to have the desire to help other people, to see other people grow. You have to also be coachable because you're gonna, you, if you lead other people, you have to be led first. Mm -hmm. Coach mm -hmm. people, you have to know what it looks like to be coached, right? So I had all that. And I remember also when I was a little girl, I would, I would be walking on the street. That's the, the things I was, those are the things I was able to remember during coaching. That's what coaching for me is, the transformation. That's why I say my thing here is really focusing on the person. You know, no, the strategy is out there. But, you know, you can have coaches that will give you strategies and techniques and step-by-step -step processes. That's not me. <laughs> I, really, I really pay attention to the person because I know the person is the key component on the process. And people don't put themselves in the picture when they are doing something. They just focus on the external things. What can I do? What can I, you know, learn or buy or whatever to make it work for me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they don't mm -hmm. see them in the picture. The things will make it. That's why the disappointment comes when you pay for that coaching program. It doesn't work. They took my money. Nobody took your money. Anyway, so when I was seeing all those things and I realized that, hey, I've been helping my friends, my, my family, and people at work, of course, I'm coaching them, even though I'm not their coach, I'm just their manager, I'm coaching them anyways, but I see the transformation and I see how people are grateful when they leave from where they are, even in the company, from where they are, and they have a better position, a better pay because of the things I'm telling them, they're opening their minds, they are seeing more possibilities. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, they are taking their job more seriously. All of a sudden, they show up differently. Even the, the company notices that people don't quit anymore the same way the, the people quit less because now they are more i was seeing all of this and i said i said i can help more people with this mm -hmm. i can help more, more people and coaching made sense that this is probably the best path for me to help more people and that's why even speaking made sense because i was like this is another way to reach more people because when you speak on a stage you never know who's going yeah. to especially with the internet that's why i was like this is an opportunity to help more people. Ah, oh, man. Speaking of helping more people and the opportunity, you just, we can't let it go. We can't. We, we're we probably going to be doing a lot of this for very, very, very long time, probably until the end of our life. And, you know, since we stumble on this path, there's no, I don't think there's coming back. There We can change, um, make other decisions, but, you know, like, empowering people helping people want better things for other people it's like it's until the end of our lifetime i know that i know that for a fact because i feel it i feel it inside me i want i want people to win and that that, that those are the things that comes inside me and that's the things that i want to put out there that there's so much opportunity with this internet you don't have to be like you know you you don't have you could pretty much do anything that you want to think of. Mm -hmm. And you know, it takes patience, it takes time, just like anything else, like Christian said, it will take time, but you could pretty much do anything that you want with this opportunity of internet, putting yourself out there. And of course, you got to get coached at the beginning, listen to people as well. But if you take action, just like um, take action, you're going to find out 
everything that you need to do or know by taking action. You can, you you will not find out what your path by taking notes and thinking. Oh, I'm gonna be thinking, 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 thinking. Oh, I did that for a year and a half. Trust me, it doesn't work. <laughs> and um, but um, Christelle, I have one last question for you because we're all, we're out of time. And you know, one last question. And I want your opinion on this because it's it's um, one of the things that we're talking about. How can you become a powerful leader? I know leader take responsibility for everything that happens to him or her, but how can you become a powerful leader? What do you have to do? And can you break that down on a daily basis if you can? Um, you know, is it reading a book? Is it um, being with other people that are? Uh, empowers you. So how do you become a powerful leader? That's the question. Uh, let me first uh, mention that a leader is a person that is able to inspire and guide other people. Mm -hmm. Inspire and guide. First of all, you have to keep that in mind. So how do you become a powerful leader? First of all, you have to be able to lead yourself. And I think during our interview, we showed example of what leading yourself means. You know, how do you show up when time comes to make decisions? How do you lead yourself through, you know, the things that people tell you? Do you sit down with yourself and make a decision and act on the decision you make? Do you show up like that as a leader that says, hey, this is what I want to do and I'm doing it? Because if you are afraid or you make decisions from fear, that's not being a powerful leader. A powerful leader makes decision from a place of want and trust instead of fear. What does it look like to make decisions from fear? Okay, um, I, I really, really want to um, live in this neighborhood. Let me just take a regular example. I really, really want to live in this neighborhood, but I don't know if I really, I don't know if I qualify for that. It seems like, you know, the people that live there are kind of wealthy. I, I don't think, I, you know, I think it's more reasonable for me to live in this neighborhood, right? Because I think they're going to prove me here easily. So you don't go for what you really want because you are too afraid to be rejected. You are too afraid to say no. So you go lower. You settle for less. You don't go for what you really want. If you are in business, maybe you really want uh, to market your business through Facebook or through YouTube instead of Facebook. Maybe you don't really like Facebook. You really want to actually be on YouTube instead. But again, you're afraid. Everybody seems to be on Facebook. What if I go on YouTube and nobody finds me? So then you make a decision to come on Facebook instead of going where you really want to be, which is YouTube. Now it's fear leading you. You're afraid that, oh, if I go somewhere else when everyone else is on Facebook, it's not going to work. So you are being led by fear. So a powerful leader is a leader that is able to always make decisions from that place of this is what I want. So you first of all clear on what you really want. First step, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Not what are other people doing, not what are other people saying, not what has been working for other people. What do you really want? First step. Second step, can you act 
toward mm. getting what you want? Or are you putting that on the side because it seems too big? It seems crazy. Nobody's doing it that way. That's how you start becoming a powerful leader. Always going after what you really want. Not because it's easy. Sometimes it's scary. I shared my story. Sometimes really scary. It seems crazy sometimes. But I love to tell my client, if it's scary, if you feel like throwing up before doing it, throw up and go do it. <laughs> End of the story. Throw up and go do it. As long as you're not gonna, you're not gonna die, right? So that's how you become by practicing to paying attention. That's why for me it's really important the person. How connected are you with yourself to find the answers within? Not be in that space of I don't know what to do. That's a place of fear. That means you are leading, you are being led by fear instead of you. Every time you find yourself saying, I'm confused, ask yourself, what am I really afraid of? You will find the answer. Maybe you need to journal on that to find the reason why you don't know because you're afraid of something, what it is. When you've released that fear, you see clearly what you really want to do. You take, you take action, not because you know all the answers. You have all the dots on your eyes and all the whatever. Don't wait to have all your dogs in a row. Lead yourself with faith, with trust, because this is what I want. It's happening. I'm, I'm doing it. You start taking action with that trust because you trust yourself. You are so inspired that you can guide yourself because that's a leader. Inspire and guide. But it starts with you. That's why when now you show up, maybe at work, the way you show up at work from that place of inspiration, the way people see you, that's how they will choose you when there is a promotion coming. Listen, I didn't become a manager in less than a year because I was the smartest one in the room. But the way I was showing up, because the, before even going there at that job, I had in my, my mind that in a year, in a year time, I'll become a supervisor. It happened half, faster. But at least I had a clear vision of where I was going. I wasn't just going there. A lot of people do that, just go through life. They are not leading their own lives. They are not making the decision. This is where I'm going. They're just going because this is what is available. I'm just taking it. You become powerful by having a clear vision of where you are going, being inspired enough by the vision you have created for yourself to start taking action based on that. And then if you have a company, maybe you're a business owner, maybe you're an entrepreneur, being a powerful leader is being able to create that vision, a strong vision that you, you yourself is inspired by. You, you act on that. You show up like somebody that really believe in what you're doing. That's how people, your, the people you're trying to attract, like your clients, you know, they will feel that and they'll be inspired by you. They will want you to guide them. Because a leader is somebody that can inspire and guide. If you find yourself in a place of, but I'm showing up and nobody's buying from me. I'm doing all the things. I spoke to a woman. It was painful. She told me she has been on Facebook Live. She did 3,000 Facebook Lives and nobody bought from her. Wow. Right? Is it because Facebook doesn't work? No, Facebook works. Is it because, it, no, she's not a bad person. Her product is not, product is not a bad product. But how was she showing up? Was she inspired enough to inspire other people? Was she showing up like, hey, I am, I know what I'm doing. I trust myself. I trust for people to trust her enough and say yes. Because at the end of the day, people feel it. If, if you're a leader, they want to follow you. If you, they know you lead yourself in a powerful way. If you don't let fear lead you. If you know clearly, you know your vision and you are moving no matter what. People feel that energy. That's why, for me, working in the personal area is so important to make sure you are really showing up from the right place, 
from a place of power, not fear, not limited, mm -hmm. but knowing that I am unlimited. I can create it. And the main thing that can really give you the inspiration that is unshakable is being connected to the your higher self. Because the people that have changed the world, the people that allow us today to use the internet, were not the people that were walking on the path other people have created for them. They were inspired by something bigger. They, they, they had never seen that before. Nobody knew internet was a thing until somebody decided that there is something called internet. We couldn't have the light today if Thomas Edison didn't have that vision, great mm -hmm. vision to create, to, to, to put the light in the world. The two brothers, right, that's my favorite story ever. They were two bicycle mechanics. Make bicycles don't even have engines. They were not engineers. And they had this crazy vision that they will create, make an aircraft flight. Can you imagine the laughters? Can you imagine the comments? What are you guys thinking? What are you guys doing? Engineers have, have tried to fly an aircraft, they failed. And you poor bicycle mechanics, you're gonna come here and tell us you're gonna do it. They did it. Nobody can convince me that that vision was coming from their brain. It was coming from something higher in themselves. The divine essence that sees beyond physical eyes, that knows beyond what your brain knows. When you have, you're able to connect to that part of yourself and pull out a vision, there is nothing that can shake you. You know that that higher part of yourself, that divine essence that gave you that vision, we show you the way. You show you the way and you can trust because it's never gonna lead you somewhere wrong. So that's how you become a powerful leader, by connecting with yourself at that deeper level, to come up with a vision and to trust yourself enough to do it. Because when you show up like that, people have no other choice than be inspired enough to want to be guided by you. Ooh, you, that is very powerful. I really love it. and. Guys, it's got to start with you. And Christelle is telling the truth. It's got to start with you. I, every time I write my journal, at the end of my, my journal, um, I tell myself, Jonathan, I trust you 100%. I believe in you. And those are the things that I write because I do have limiting belief myself. But I know I just, sometimes you gotta write it down and then just and then i read my 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 journal from the other day and then i i just keep on reading them and then it, those are the things that i have at the bottom so i know that you know trust mm -hmm. myself just, just just trust believe in myself and those are the things that sometimes i have to tell myself mm -hmm. on a daily basis because mm -hmm. um the things that i'm doing is very unknown and i don't even know um if I'm doing it right, so, but I'm gonna do it, doesn't matter. <laughs> so I'm gonna find it. Anyways, Christelle, thank you so much. Um, that was wonderful. It's amazing to hear those things because especially the energy part and the coming from the power part and the way you show up. And those are the things that I believe in too. And I could talk about leadership, all of these things, like, like, uh, I could just so much I could talk. I'm passionate about it. But anyways, Christelle, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, hopefully you guys love that interview because I know I did. And, um, you know, she's pretty much coaching me and reminding me on, you know, to show up on a daily basis with energy and power and show just show up. Um, Christelle, where can we find you and how can we get in contact with you just in case people that are listening can, you know, 
yes, get the, in contact with you? The easiest and fastest way is on Facebook. My on Facebook, my name is Crystal Bigger. You can just DM me and you know, see if you need help to let go of fear and you know, start leading your life, your relationship, your business from a powerful place. It's because sometimes people don't even notice that they are afraid because fear shows up in different ways. I mentioned one, of exam one example, I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed, I'm confused. Those are signs of fear. So if you want help you know, to release those fears, clear, clear them out and move forward. Show up in a powerful way so that when you show up, people want to listen, people want to be guided by you. So we can have a conversation around that. I also uh, offer a, VIP, a half VIP day. Uh, if somebody is also interested in taking that time with me to learn more, to really go deep on identifying all those fears that are keeping you where you are right now. Listen, if you watch this kind of shows, it's probably because you want more in your life, for sure. You're not going to watch this kind of shows that are here to empower you if you just want to stay where you are. My best guess is that you want more. And for you to have that more, you have to let go of a lot of things. And fear is one of the main things that is keeping you where you are right now, whether you like it or not, we all have fears. But it's important to identify those fears and clear them out so that you can move forward and actually create what you really want. That's what we can do together during that half VIP day. So that's another option. But if you want more, you have more questions before that, that be on Facebook, that's the fastest way. All right, everyone, I hope, hopefully you enjoyed that interview. Like I said, I know I did. Connect with Christelle is on Facebook. That's the fastest way you can connect with her. It's on the description as well. Um, also that half BIP day with Christelle, and that's very important. You're probably gonna get a lot by just talking to her and you know, clearing that fear. I mean, all of us have it, but identifying it and then move forward is the first step to actually you doing the things that you wanted to do. And um, thank you so much, guys, everyone. You guys have a good one. See you later.